0: So I thought it'd be really fun to start our podcast by talking about our library origin stories. So many times for me personally, I feel like people, uh, they say like, oh, you're a librarian. You know, they have this stereotype of librarians being older people, or they're just like, people still do that. So I thought it'd be fun to start with you, David, because I think you've been working in libraries the longest between the three of us. So tell us how you got into libraries. So we all work in public libraries. But tell us how you, yeah, how you started.
1: Technically, I started in high school. In high school, I was a library aide for a semester.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: it was just like, that was what I was assigned, because you could, you signed up to be a TA or whatever, and then you were just randomly assigned to a teacher or whatever. I ended up in the library, and unfortunately for me i was really the only reliable (laughs) person that semester um one girl she was just like whatever the other one had personal issues and was there was some family and personal issues that have been going on and one of the two Library technicians in the library had known his family for a long time, so I feel like she kind of let him get away with some stuff. And yeah. Like, oh, you want to like skip this period and goof around go to lunch or, whatever. or whatever? Not necessarily goof around, but like, oh, if you just want to like, you know, not come in it. and you know, and then rose, and then another, the other there was four of us. The other one, she did what she could, but she was handicapped student so she did what she could but then Mm -hmm. she couldn't take a cart of textbooks to an English class or the math class because they're using a different they're switching subjects or whatever so like that was on me I was the one who was inventorying the textbooks and then it was since it was also at the end of the year I was the one that ended up doing all the inventory and reconciliations on all the textbooks that were getting returned you know That was my introduction into the quote-unquote world of libraries other than as going in as a kid and checking out books. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, that was my senior year of high school. Fast forward like three or four years. I'm working retail. I'm not happy. And I just happened to notice that, see, I just saw a job posting that the library that I currently still work at, Ranch Mirage Library, was hiring and it was like the pay was way better than what I was making. Working retail, even though it was part-time, I would still be making as much, or maybe even a little more. I don't remember exactly working there than what I was working, making working full-time retail was like, "Let's, let's do it up. So I got hired as a page. So entry level at the bottom and then over the years, I ended up, you know, getting promoted a few times, and here I am, 15 years later, working libraries still. I thought I'd be there for a year or two while I figured out what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Ended up figuring out what I wanted to do was work in libraries.
0: But a little different from Jada I, you have spent the most of your career in libraries on the circulation side. So you've been a page, you were a clerk, and you're kind of more of like circ manager? Circ?
1: I'm just senior circ staff. Senior we circ don't stuff. really have the structure of a manager, supervisor, for under circulation. That's just, mm-hmm. I'm one of the two senior circulation people.
0: But I feel because of like your time, like, well, and I know you said you have covered reference from time to time, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I'll, I did go and get... uh library library and information sciences A.A. from cuesta college in san Luis, san Luis Obispo, california uh, so i have some of the skills you know i if you talk to many library people you say you don't need the degree to do the work necessarily but it it's been that having some formal education in library services is beneficial and it gives you a better understanding of library services. But also I am I would say I'm maybe a little bit more unique in it's just like just because of my own curiosity, I always wanted to learn how to, what was going on whether that was my job or not. So as
0: Well, I mean you're like since since I've worked with you, you're like the go-to person. You seem to be the person to know everything.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, I guess that's somewhat accurate you could say I'm a little bit of a know-it-all but then it's just I've always been curious so it's like when I was a page and there was what are the clerks doing how are they doing this what are they doing when I give this to them and I pass it off to them and then as a part-time staff member it was always what can you know just what are the other things going on and then I'd volunteer for projects, and then I'd learn things that other people wouldn't. Because they're like, hey, do you have anything you need me to work on? Like, give this a shot. And then I would say just based off my own work ethic and wanting to do a good job, I just earned respect, I guess, and just the...
0: Well, you've also had a hand in... A little bit of collection development because I know that you were helping out with like the music and um,
1: well, as being a circulation person, if there's ever a question on what's checking out or not, mm-hmm. I can tell right. you it's like no one has brought this up to me to check out. We do not need more copies of this or yeah, right. this is not something we need more of in our collection. And again, I earned the trust and everything of my superiors over time that in certain ways, I was able to either assist with collection development, or I just would straight up give my, <laughs> my opinion, when, if, whether it was asked for or not to be like, hey, we don't need to get this TV show. There's only one person checking it out. and We don't need all 20 seasons, CSI. You know, like, <laughs> we right. don't need it all because there's only one guy checking it out still. And it's because he just decided he was going to go through the whole series or whatever. Mm-hmm. But,
2: it's Kevin Peck.
1: Well, oh. Of course it is, but it's, <laughs> one of those shows, it's one of those shows that is never going to go away. Now it's mm-hmm. always going to be some iteration of it, just yeah. because it was so popular for you know. I love that, it. Which it was like, it's a good. Do you watch show. it? I haven't watched show. it in a long
2: time. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, but like if it's on TV it's
1: and there's uh-huh. anything else, I will watch it. It's okay, yeah. I'm not saying it's not a good show, <laughs> but it's just yeah. Things TV shows and stuff have a show. And you know definitely. You know, but then I will uh, again, I'll take the initiative to be like, why do we have book three of a three book trilogy of a three book trilogy of a trilogy <laughs> but we don't have the other two? two, yes. Or why do we have books four and five of a seven book series but mm-hmm. only those ones? Right. But then I had the the curiosity also was like, did we have the other parts of the series the books but they at were one damaged or, something. or lost? Right. Or yeah, whatever, What you know? I asked, you know, how did we end up with a portion, you know, is it that someone requested those particular two of the series, and all that, so I'd ask those questions, um, and again, my situation was a little unique, or at least my library was a little unique, that we had people at higher levels that were okay with people who didn't have the degree, or whatever, learning certain things, or people who had a background so like we had a person who was not a librarian who did the music collection but he had worked in radio for 20 years right so he had the music background but then not only that he was well-rounded he could get classical he could get jazz he could get the pop and the rock it wasn't just like oh i was i'm a jazz guy and all i know is jazz mm-hmm. he knew
0: music. yeah he knew
1: music not just the genres yeah
0: he knew, he knew it music.
1: all right, right. He was able he was given the reins on that so then of course it was like oh i'd go check the reviews or see what's coming out and be like hey we should get this this or this well
0: and i think that's really important too as i'm kind of learning right now with because we've had a couple new hires and they don't necessarily uh love how collections Are being given to them i think like you were saying if you're really good at something that's what you should be in charge of instead of somebody saying like okay you're going to be doing you're going to be doing this collection you're going to be doing this collection i think it's beneficial when you have someone who has knowledge or is maybe a little bit you know more knowledgeable about a certain subject so that they can be in charge of that collection
1: yeah i would agree with that that in my experience letting people be in charge of a collection that they enjoy and are passionate about makes a huge difference. For example, in the past, at my library, there have been times where sci-fi and fantasy books were an afterthought. Mm-hmm. It was just the same authors, Greg Bear, Orson Scott Carr, you know, these name ones or just something that popped up on a, some suggested list and those were, were purchased. and our new sci-fi fantasy section was like a shelf maybe too fast forward to years later we got a new senior librarian who was that's he, he was a sci-fi fantasy person guess what that new section took up a whole shelving unit instead of just two shelves and patrons commented like mm-hmm. oh your sci-fi section is so much better now it's because <laughs> of someone who actually
0: right, yeah. read
1: the genre and just passionate Passionate about the genre develop the collection yes and that makes a huge difference and to me then also as a circulation person i can say that that's paying dividends because there's patrons coming up oh we're circulating a lot more Mm sci-fi books now the you know that's paying off if you know person who takes over dvd changes and it's like you know i can tell it's like this isn't working because the, the four people that check out every DVD, check out D, every DVD, and then those DVDs aren't getting checked out
0: anymore. Right? So maybe yeah.
1: don't get those.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So even if you say patrons are requesting that we get more of this type of movie, it's like, well, they're not checking out, so why are you spending money on stuff that's not really getting checked out other than the, by the people who just check out every DVD
0: Right. So you've been you said this year tw- like twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two is gonna be fifteen years.
1: I didn't say, but I oh, will I'm sorry. say now. <laughs> yes. So next April will be fifteen years in libraries for me. As professionally, uh-huh. not counting my semester in the <laughs> yeah. library.
0: That's awesome. That's crazy. I didn't realize I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, something that you just stumble into. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, that's
1: awesome.
0: Um, Jade, how did you get into libraries?
1: Um,
2: Well, uh, I mean, obviously I've always been a reader. Um, But come time for college and I needed to pick a major. It was always kind of in the back of my mind, but not necessarily encouraged. Kind of like, a, okay. what are you going to do with that? Right, yep. So I went into biochemistry because... Yeah, why not? And um, that is what my BS is in. But then when it came down to kind of deciding what I was doing post undergrad, um, I was just kind of like, I, I don't want to sit in a lab all yeah. day. Like, that's that's just not for me. And my senior project was very, like, very lab oriented. And I mean it was cool and it was great. Um, but I was just like, I can't do this every day.
0: And so I was just like, I'm gonna get my master's in library science. <laughs> was that kind of like right after you graduated, you decided yes, you I wanted went, to like, go? Right okay to it
2: right after um, my undergrad years. And
0: so I want to say like before you before you talk about that, one thing that <sighs> I don't want to say it frustrates me, but one thing that people say is like, Oh, you have to have a master's to work in libraries. And a lot of people, because especially now, it seems like you have to have, you know, a degree for everything. I I think it's really important to say that libraries, you have always had to have. If you wanted to be a librarian, you've always had to have that master's, like literally for the last 100 years, and that is something people do not realize. Especially not only like when you're talking to someone and they're like, "Oh, you're a librarian," it's like I, I didn't realize you have to have a master's degree. Uh, but it's even like the like some of the people who apply for the jobs, as as David has said, you know, people apply who don't have the degrees, and they're just like, oh, "You have to have a degree." And I just want to say you've had to have a degree for a hundred years. You know, if, again, if you want to be uh, a librarian, you want the title of being a librarian. Mm-hmm. So when you went in to library school, did you initially want to be in public libraries? Because, I mean, there's so many different kinds of libraries.
2: Um I mean, I thought about like a more like scientific one, since mm-hmm. that was what my background was at the time. Um, So I kind of went into my MLS without knowing what type of library I wanted to go into. Um, And I just did the the course. And then I let's see, I was back home when I was since it's online. Um, And then like the first year out of college, at least out of undergrad um i got a job at the local college um here and i was a lab tech at cod uh-huh
0: oh i did not know that yeah i okay. worked
2: as a, as a lab tech um helping out with the chemistry class one semester and biology class the next Put my math my undergrad to use a little bit um <laughs> for a year and then i got laid off for just um find it like budget reasons they you know uh-huh. let me go uh, which is fine. C
0: U D is kind of notorious for that, it seems like. yeah,
2: <laughs> but no hard feelings. Yeah, it was yeah. a good experience, and like I said, I got to use technology that I've learned how to use anyways. Um, so yeah, I did that, and then it was like, I probably got let go from that. I still had another job with the local pools out here, and then I came across a posting for um, like a library. Uh, oh my gosh, what's the... I can't even think of the terms we use. Uh, associate. Like the front desk person. Okay. Um, and so I was like, why not? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to school for this. So I may as well just put in for it. And I did. I didn't hear like anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear like, after I put it in, I heard nothing for like three months. And I think it was like November. So then I heard something like January, February next the following year. And it was like, we want to interview for you for the position. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, what was, I, I totally forgot about it, So I just didn't hear, so I was like, whatever, they filled it, no big deal, yeah. um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I got the call, and I was like, wait, what did I apply for? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, once I, like, figured it out, and I remembered, um, I was like, yeah, let's, okay, you know, so I went with the interview, and, and then I got, um, wasn't the job at the one specific branch, but they were like, "But we liked you so much, we want you to be a floater." Mm-hmm. So then I would go around to the various um, branches. branches here in the desert. So I did that for my first like year and a half with, um, with this company, and then, then we had a position open at the La Quinta branch for reference librarian, and I went for that, and then so, now eight and a half.
0: Years later. Eight and a half years. Well yeah, ten. Yeah. It'll be ten years
2: starting February next year, 2022. Um yeah, and then I've been with McKinta ever since.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. But well, you guys are hitting some milestones. 15 (laughs) years and 10 years. Congrats.
1: (laughs) I just want to make one comment. Going back to what you said, like, oh, you have to have a master's degree for Mm -hmm. that. I get what I see more often is one is like, one assuming everyone in the library is, is a librarian. One of oh, like every, yes. You know our staff, particularly the ones who, well, most of our staff aren't actual librarians.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. We're all
1: very cool. Like, no, I'm not a librarian. Yeah. I just yes. work here. Yeah,
0: you right. You know, yes. like they
1: are the librarians. Yeah. I do not have the master's degree. I don't have that title, and I don't want to cheapen that title by saying like, yes, I'm a librarian. And then two, the other thing that I come that comes across almost as much is like, oh, you must really like working here. You just really mu- must really like libraries to volunteer here so I hate that. And it's like, no, wow. I'm not. Excuse me, I'm not a volunteer. Yeah, I am a paid employee. This
0: is a paid right. I am
1: only here this much because they pay me to be here. Yeah.
0: To be here, right? Yes. I love. Type. I do love
1: libraries, but no, it's like I am not a volunteer. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Well we're gonna take a short break and then we'll be right back.
1: Welcome back. Um, we're now gonna ask Sarah how did you get into libraries?
0: So it's kind of a funny story when I was finishing up undergrad, um, a girlfriend and I we were both getting our uh BA in history and you know like we're seniors and you know I'm getting I'm exhausted. I want to graduate and just you know get a job. And a girlfriend is just like hey do you want to go to library school with me? And I'm like, no, I'm done with writing papers and studying. Like I wanna, lots of reading. Yeah, <laughs> lots of reading. I'm tired. Like I'm gonna get a job. And then we, you know, we parted ways and I had a really cool experience. I I mean, I didn't really have anything lined up. My degrees were in, I had a BA in history uh, with an emphasis on women's history and a minor in, oh gosh, I can't remember my minor. Something like with ethnic diversity, I got, oh my gosh, I cannot remember. So anyways, I moved to New York because my sister got a more practical degree with accounting and got like an internship in New York. So I went with her And, uh, her office was next to the very famous New York public library. So when I would walk with her to work, I would go to the library and just like, you know, be in awe because the, the building itself is just, it's gorgeous um, and then, uh, you know, I'm taking a million pictures. I'm hanging out with the li- with the lions and just learning the history about the library, which was really cool. And it just so happened that when I was there, this was 2011, they were doing an exhibit on like the last 100 years of children's literature. So they had like original artwork of Madeline and mm-hmm. like they had the actual doll of Winnie the Pooh and like the original um book and a lot of other things those are the two that stand out to me but like i said it was like the, they were doing a thing all about the last 100 years of children's lit and i've always loved children's literature um so it kind of just became a thing that you know i would i would go to the library every day and then I started volunteering at the New York Public Library. They hit the children's room is very is this very small little room, just kind of like off to the side because the the main branch acts obviously more as like a historical building, and but it's just so impressive. And I'm just like, God, this is so cool. You know, people do this for a living. And after I had just spent time there and volunteering, um, I was like, you know what? I do want to go to library school. (laughs) So after just like a couple of months, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is something I, uh, I love. And I did not know, you know, you had to have the master's. And my parents were like, well, you know, we're not, you can come back to California and live at home and go to school. We can't afford to just let you live in New York and like have this life and just you know so I'm like dang okay so I I came back to California and I um, I went to San Jose State to get my master's in library science and I think I was working like right when I came home I was working and I was going to school and then I was allowed I said I wanted to volunteer at one of the local libraries so that I can get some experience while I was in school to just like um, go back and forth, use what I was learning in libraries into school, kind of like what you were doing, Jade, and what I was learning in school apply into libraries. And the library I went to is actually where I met David. And I was a volunteer and um, I had noticed him and uh, Soon after I was volunteering, I applied for a page position, which is, you know, an entry-level position. And David was, David trained me. And that's how I met David.
1: Correction. I was the one that found out that no one really trained you because it was your (laughs) last day of training. And no one had shown you how to do anything.
0: Well, not just that. Like, before that, like, I will because I wanted to say, as you were like talking about your stuff, I'm like, I'm totally going to put this guy on blast. Um, When we were being trained, we were shelving the DVDs and, you know, like this was my first experience working in libraries and it was um, the DVD was like, it's like 500 days of summer or something. It was with a number. And so I'm trying to look for like the numbers you know, not I wasn't thinking like, oh, spell it out uh-huh. and I'm going to like the beginning of the the DVDs and David's like, no, no, no in this very stern voice, <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to figure this out and he was just like 500 days of summer Sarah, what does that start with? And I'm like, oh, it's F. but like at this point I'm like kind of terrified of David because he's like so stern and strict and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god do not mess up (laughs) and me and this other girl were just like oh my god this guy's a jerk like we like let's make sure that we don't work with him
1: (laughs) i can be i can be a bit of a taskmaster in training and that's mainly because my standards are very high i feel like i was trained to a high standard and i want to maintain that standard so it's like and then my style of training although it's a, it's a lot of tough love it's also i want you to know everything that i know i want you to be able to replace me if i'm leaving or if i'm at that particular time i was being promoted so you were pro, you were replacing me
0: mm-hmm.
1: in essence and that's why i was the one that found out no one really trained you because
0: yeah
1: it's you're like oh this is your last day of training let's go over stuff what about, do you remember how to do this? Nobody showed me. Like, what? Yeah. What Unfortunately, I because I was
0: this? choosing shirt or I was only able to do certain shifts. And then you had found out like people were not training me. They were just kind of like doing the task and then you kind of took over. And so like at first I'm, I'm not going to lie. You were extremely intimidating and I was very scared of you, <laughs> uh, but obviously like it helped me out and funny story. Um, we're just going to say this in this podcast. Um, david and i are we're partners um and so it obviously worked out because we've been together now um (laughs) for nine years yeah uh but yeah like my initial because obviously i was like okay yeah i like this guy we have a lot of things in common like yeah, I want something to happen. But at the same time, I was like, this guy is like intimidating and scary and I do not want to work with him. (laughs) And then I ended up getting promoted to, because a lot of my time, even as a page, I spent time in the children's area and I was very much um, had a, like a mentor relationship with the children's librarian. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. And then very, like, I think I was in LA librarian assistant for like a year and then I was uh I I made the move to go to La Quinta to be a children's librarian and then that's when I met Jade and we worked (laughs) together for about four years and obviously we became like yeah like it
2: it feels like when I look back on it it feels like it was longer yes just that
0: like when I when I so I ended up Uh, leaving La Quinta so I have worked with David I have worked with Jade but now I am at another library but you know both of those experiences were obviously very important in building like my career because now I'm a teen librarian and I love it but my experiences um at Rancho were obviously very important and you know that's where I met David as a you know someone who trained me and taught me about libraries and then like I said you know um we're now partners. And then going to La Quinta, Jade's like my best friend. <laughs> and then I think like the, not only did I thrive as being like the children's person at La Quinta, but I was very much like stuck in like historical fiction. And Jade is, well, you both, like you both have expanded my horizons with my reading. Um, You were just like, so I think like when it came to collection development, even though I felt good with children's stuff, like you just, hey. I loved everything that you talked about and recommended and you just expanded my reading experience. Well, both oh. of you have and, and that's where we are today.
1: I didn't know this was going to be a tissue episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, go grab that tissue. <laughs> in <front of> Jay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my story. So like, it's very much, uh what do I want to say I don't
1: know because you're starting I am starting to
0: tear up oh my goodness (laughs) like
2: it's full circle kind of it's and I think you and I bonded initially over podcasts
0: oh my god yeah we totally did that's what we yeah that's
2: what we started talking about and then it just it just blossomed and
0: funny story I felt too like obviously I don't think we knew it like at the time but we both applied for a position at Rancho Mirage, and neither of us got it. And I felt like that made us actually closer. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, like, even though, like, you know, this is an origin story and we're talking about how we entered into libraries, it it created, like, awesome relationships mm-hmm. with people. Um, but I, before we kind of wrap this episode up, because we will be talking about libraries from time to time and not in a boring way whatsoever. I kind of wanted to end this episode on things that frustrate you that people don't necessarily know about libraries, but they say things based on stereotypes or just, you know, stuff like that. So like, David, what is, what is a comment that, you know, patrons come in or and, and say to staff? like that just like oh, it just makes you angry
1: the the one that's been the most common recently is the what do you mean you don't have this where it's like like we cannot have every book ever written we right. don't have the space for it. it's impossible no yeah. library has the space for every Not book ever no bookstore
2: has everything every book. yeah, right exactly yeah you yes. know,
1: and then these people just come in and they're like what do you mean you don't have this book this is the classic It may well be a classic, but guess what? We can't have every single book. Is this, are you
0: kind of, I mean, like, because obviously we are not going to be calling out patrons when we are talking Mm -hmm. about stories, but is this the individual who is, like, requesting all of these, like, very.
1: No, 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 it's not just him. It's it's just general. Just 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 in general, general, yes. People will call or come in and be like, do you have this book? Let's look it up. Oh, no, we don't. What do you mean? How could you, my friend told me the library would definitely have it. Well, I'm sorry. Or the, 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 the the part B of that is then, well, the, the, county library system has it so why don't you have yeah. it and then I'm go to it, the county exactly, system well, then go to the county library
0: it's a
2: 35 branch system
0: yeah.
1: so yeah, exactly. like,
0: yeah. You know? well and i think Somebody's that's important to address too so we all work in different libraries now david works at um a city-run single branch jade works in a system of 39 libraries right or no it's more now yes
2: yeah. well it was 35 and maybe it's like thirty nine forty. Thirty nine forty. Yeah. Know. So it's
0: massive. <laughs> and then my library, it is um, its own library, but we are considered a, a special district library. So for those who listen to us, there are lots of things you don't know about public libraries, and I didn't even realize there's so many different public public libraries. You know,
2: people think we are a city library all the time. time oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so fun.
1: You don't think we're a county library. <laughs> <laughs> the time.
0: Oh, same thing like with us. There'll be mm-hmm. uh, like a gentleman just came in and he he was like, Oh, I'm here to, you know, pick up um, the Witches of Eastwick and it's like we didn't have that on the shelf. And you know, I asked him, you know, the the next closest one. Um, And they didn't have it either. And what had happened was his, he had ordered it through the county system. And so he's like, you're not a part of the county system. And it's like, no, we're just our own little library. Well, I should say, uh, you know, a part, um, like we're a special district, but we are also, my library is also a Carnegie library, which I love. Fancy. (laughs) It's a little fancy, but I love, I just like love that. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize there were Carnegie libraries in Southern California, Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm like, I feel like, oh yeah, this is really cool. And and, and explaining to people when they come in because I, I give a lot of tours to kids as a part of my job, and we have this picture of Andrew Carnegie, and it's so funny um, because I purposely, you know, I stop at the portrait and I'm like, who do you guys think this is? And of course, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Santa, (laughs) (laughs) and so I I explain. (laughs) He does. In the picture that we have, he has a beard. Um, And so I explain, you know, who Andrew Carnegie is and what he's done and how much he's given, you know, to public libraries. What I didn't realize about Andrew Carnegie is he gave to public libraries in in Asia and in Europe. It wasn't just in America. Mm -hmm. So um, that's always fun to do is to give people that that little bit of history about our library. Um, Is there something, Jade... That <laughs> I mean, I have a couple, of things, but um, again, we're not wanting to call out patrons, but it's kind of like either you know stereotypes about libraries or librarians or things that are just like we're just telling you right now, this is not true. Well,
1: about I got shushed yesterday,
0: <laughs> you're in a library, sir. Yeah,
1: the page is like, shh, shh. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry,
2: um. For me, and I think I mean, one of them I guess I can expect, but I think the other one I didn't necessarily expect as much. But um, I would say the first is the question of, like, oh, it must be nice to like you can just sit around and read all day. And yep. like, no, I don't get to sit around and read all day. Thank you very much. I wish, but I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the other thing I think that kind of surprised me. Like first doesn't anymore, but first working and at least on reference especially is like how much people expect you to do things for for them, them. Yeah on the computers. <laughs> I mean, different generations. You know, I get that, and some people are comfortable with technology and some aren't. But sometimes I just feel like people come in and treat us like their secretaries, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, I can't type this document for you. I can show you where to go to do that but that it's not my job to do this for you right yeah or just get them onto their bank website or whatever it's like no.
0: don't you know my gmail password jade <laughs>
2: oh, God. oh why reals? don't you know that yes you can't fix that it's like no you have to hit forgot password <laughs> yeah oh yeah. that kind of level of stuff it's like that's not what we do here. Yeah. I will show you. I can show you how to get where you need to go. And I can walk you through a couple of the initial steps. But it's like, also at some point, like, this is your personal information.
0: Right. Yeah. That I don't need to see. Right. So yes. this is where you got to go.
2: We've got you logged in. Call me if you have a question. Right. But, yeah. like, I'm not holding your hand and walking you through this. I mean, I've had people, like, throw their device at me and just be like, I need to get ebooks. Yeah, <laughs> I will nicely spin it back and it's like, all right, well, you're going to go to your app store. It's just like, yeah. no, I'm not putting this on here That's
0: kind of my problem. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And I kind of do it every, I-, I walk them through it, but I'm doing it. And mm-hmm. I'm really bad at it being like, you know what, you're going to hold the device and I will walk you through it yeah, instead of doing like it. You yeah. are going to have
2: this muscle memory.
0: Right. I don't know yes. how to do
2: this, but you're going to go home and I'm not going to be there. so. Right.
0: You don't need to know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> the two things for me, and they were- I just were, found
1: another really good one. When, when you are done. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the two that, like, really stuck out to me. So, like, when I went to Beaumont and maybe, I don't know, the first week or within the first month when I was on reference, somebody came up to me and was like, I want to- um, is the librarian here? I would like to talk to the librarian. And I had my name tag on and everything. And I was just like, Oh, I'm, I'm Sarah O'Brien. I, I'm a new librarian here. And she kind of gave me this look and she was just like, Oh, you're super young. And uh, you know, there's, there's the stereotype of like, mm-hmm. you know, the frumpy old woman. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that, but uh, there's a lot of young people in libraries now. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, it's frustrating. It was frustrating to me. It's just like, I'm a librarian. I can help you. You know, I've been, I've been, I've been in libraries for almost 10 years. I've been in libraries for almost 10 years. Um, but I'm only like six or seven years of actually being a librarian. So that is, you know, that I think that's just something people think like, oh, little old ladies have that job type of thing. You I've know? never
1: had my hair up in a bun and I've never won a card.
0: And then the other one, and this was when I was um, when I was a a librarian assistant, I had just moved back to um, to the desert. So I was single and I didn't really know anyone. And I was sitting at the children's reference desk like all by myself. Um, And a gentleman is just he's just kind of like browsing and he's walking around and he looks at me and he said, oh, it must be nice that your husband has a good enough job for you to be able to work here. And I looked at him and I literally said to him, cause it was so like infuriating and like my blood was boiling. And I literally said to the gentleman, I was just like, uh, I'm in library school. I, I am not, I am single. I am not with anyone. And this is something that I am choosing to do. I think a lot of people, maybe men in particular, um, think that, It's a luxurious type of job or something, Mm -hmm. you know. So, like, I I really hate that one.
2: (laughs) Oh, gosh.
1: So circling back. Yes. It is infuriating that you can work in a library and people come in and check out books. But for some reason, as soon as they step through the door, they lose all ability to read Signs. Oh so my, my gosh.
0: God. You're coming into yes. a library to get reading material, but uh, uh, you won't read the signs. So I you're mean, standing
1: I... next to the sign that says we are closed Monday for 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you open for on Monday? Sign right here Can says no, that we says? are closed for 4th of July on Monday.
0: <laughs> so I... before we get like, or the super... signs
1: posted everywhere DVDs or check out for one week. How long do DVDs check out for? Well, the sign you're standing next to says seven days.
2: Well, the printer's not working. You walk walk right by a sign that's like shoulder height-ish, and it says the printer's not working. You go on computers, you send your print, and then you go to the printer, which also has a sign that says it's not working. And you come (laughs) up to the desk, and you're like, why isn't it? You mean it's not working? It's like, no. They're like, where are the signs? You walked right by one. I had a coworker yeah. like literally tell a woman, like, you walked right by it. It's, it's over there in nicer terms, but it's
0: just like,
2: hello. Yeah. yeah. It has to smack people in the face before they read it. Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> so before we get too into it, and we do love our jobs very much. We kind of sound like we're that's nitpicking that's cool. things, but we yeah. are definitely, we, we want to talk about library things from time to time. Um, and talk about, you know, like what we love about working in libraries, some of the just like the hysterical things that happen in public libraries, debunk stereotypes. Um, so it's, it'll be a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at the Messy Bookshelf Podcast
2: figure it out